Welcome to the Jeep Life Podcast. We are all Jeeps, all things, all the time. All the mountains, the all the, the rocks, the, the rivers, the roads, trees. <laughs> did we hit it on the head? I think we did. <laughs> <laughs> well, I'm Breaking Billy. And I am Dr. Don. And what's going on tonight? So, as you can tell, he, they left us the keys again. Yeah, I thanked Terry today. I told him he's never getting the, <laughs> he's never he's, getting the he's never going to come back. No. Uh, so now, but I think we had a good show for everybody tonight. Um, we have Mike from Apex calling in to talk a little Apex bit about Off-Road, Apex yeah. Off-Road, Apex Off-Road, talk a little bit tonight. Um, we're going to talk a little bit about, uh, mainline overlanding tonight yep. and, uh, that's it. Have a whole bunch of fun. Um, Absolutely. So Mike is on the line right now. How you doing, man? I'm good. I'm good. You? Doing very well. Um, so this is kind of just going to be a little bit of an open format. Uh, we're going to dive pretty much right in, uh, talk a little bit about yourself, talk about uh, your Jeep, talk about Apex, and obviously Wheel to Heal, um, which is an amazing event that you're uh, so much of a part of. Great. Uh, you get started. All right. So, Mike, I didn't catch your last name. If... All right. Um, and so what kind of Jeep you got? I know it's red, so. Yep, yep, uh, 2016, uh, JKU Rubicon, uh, AED package, so got that, uh, nice JK350 package, uh, when I first bought it. Actually, I bought it used. Um, flew one way from Newark, New Jersey to North Carolina, bought it, drove it back 10 hours. Oh wow, that's a it's kind of a hike on just going to buy yeah, right. a vehicle. No, but you, you know it's it's your stoke. Sorry, Mike. It's like, do you remember the first time you get to drive the car on your own and you're trying to figure out all the buttons? That's me tonight, <laughs> trying to figure out to get it. Yeah, just bear with me here. But now, do you remember that like getting a car and just a new car? Yeah, I mean, drive the shit out of it. You're you're. It's great for like the first week, and then after that, <laughs> I usually like to get it home pretty quickly. Like you know, yeah, go over it, drive it around. So. <laughs> uh, all right, cool. So it's you. Have, you said JK three fifty. So what does that all entail? Uh, let's see. Uh, top bottom, it's got it comes with the thirty five inch BFGs, uh, AV having a couple of AV saver wheels, uh, three and a half inch uh, lift kit. AEV, Dolphin shocks that are tuned specific. Uh, what else? Um, Warren Xeon winch, uh, front and rear steel bumpers, tire carrier, um, a lot of bells and whistles. So it was just nice, you know, one fell swoop. The only thing that I needed to add after the fact was a uh, rip supercharger. Oh, nice. we, we, yeah, we talked about, I think, last year, but, you know, everyone's their opinion. Yeah. No, you know, I. You I like, I like, well, here's what I do like about the RIP supercharger. You can still mount a dual battery tray with the RIP supercharger. You can't with any of the other ones. Right. And they do do a lot of boost. Yeah. You know, I mean, I've heard, obviously, I feel like anything when you're putting um, forced induction into a motor that doesn't come factory with it, obviously, you know, you're going to have good and bads and you have people that push it to the limits and drive it like a bat out the of hell. The only thing, the only one that I heard bad things about was Spurnex. That's it. Oh. They're, they're hard to tune. I've heard that but, as well. But, uh, nah, Rip's great. Uh, I like, you know, 
There was a time when I wasn't into the sound, but I don't know. Right now, I think I would be. (laughs) Yeah, that's cool. I agree with you. It's kind of nice getting something that's done right off the lot and not having to build it. Everything's done right up front, and it's just little tweaks and stuff. Mm -hmm. Um, Look, I'm sure a lot of your listeners, everyone tries to they buy parts and do installations as they can afford it. You know, same thing. You know, I did upgrades after the fact with JW speaker headlights and things like that. But when you start talking about lift kits, messing with suspension track bars, and I hate to use the term Frankensteining it, but like when you yeah. start buying different brands, you yep. know, some of these are not necessarily made to be working with each other, you know? So like it's, it, it comes with a process of trying to fine tune it. So I, for me, it was a one fell swoop. Is already made from the factory. They don't have to think twice about it. Yeah, that's yeah, yeah and that's a great point too. Uh, you know, you gotta have. You know, <laughs> I'm slick, Mr. Uh, Frankenstein. You are, here. and I, I'm, 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 I'm gonna watch my words carefully here. But, and I fully agree with you, Mike. That whole um, Frankensteining, unless you have a deep understanding of what you're doing, right. it, it, it doesn't usually work out for people. I've always been, I told you, I mean, at our shop, that's usually what we put on is AAV systems because they're, they're complete and they're not super complex. Yeah. Um, so, I mean, and, and they ride nice too. I mean, I ran AAV, uh, two and a half for yeah. what, you know, three years yep, or something yep, like that. Stuff. Yeah. So what's, what's apex off road? Apex off road. Uh, approximately 14 guys at this point. Um, very small. New Jersey-based Jeep club that uh, was a derivative off of a previous club from several years back uh, that was dismantled. And, um, yeah, you know, it's just uh, we try to get together, go off-roading here and there. But really the one thing that we've done is this event, which is Will to Heal. Uh, it's our third annual, and it supports Mission 22. And we've partnered with them. Uh, they help fight veteran suicide. and at AOAA, Anthracite Outdoor Adventure Area. I know uh, you gentlemen are familiar with uh, quite well. A little bit. Looking forward to seeing you. Looking forward to seeing you there yeah. next week as well. Um, but uh, no, you know, it's uh, the cause is near and dear to my family, personally, uh, our heart, and I know probably to a lot of your listeners too. Know somebody who is either current or active duty, and probably, unfortunately, know someone who um, succumbed to. Um, to suicide, um, albeit veteran or not, it's just um, you know mental health. Mental health is uh, is something that a lot of people don't talk about. Um, hence the the November mustache that's uh, quite quite intact for November sixth already. <laughs> yeah, I'm, I'm loving it, man. Yeah, it's, man, I'm, I'm, I'm starting to grow my peach fuzz back. Uh, yeah, I know. <laughs> I know. But uh, yeah, that's awesome. And and you're right. I mean, so many. It's so hard for our veterans to come back and acclimate again. Yeah. You know, I have a family member who's been career military, and there's definitely an adjustment period. And, yeah. and you're right. I don't think we support them enough after they've sacrificed so much, so much for, for yeah. I mean, and they're away from their families for yeah. so and it, long. And also, it doesn't even just stop there. Just mental health. In, period. Period yeah, is a very difficult um yeah thing to deal with the mental health the mental health field's a mess too so you know any support i agree so and mission 22 uh is an amazing organization uh mike i don't i didn't catch that if are you veteran or active no uh, i personally am not i do have in my family um but i I, uh i guess you could say i unfortunately did not 
okay. serve. Um, but yeah, it's just like I said, uh, in our family we have we have veterans, um, and unfortunately we have had someone who um, succumbed to uh, to this. Yeah, yeah, um, yeah. I'm I'm sorry to hear that. It's it is so difficult, and and you know it's. Again, there's just not enough support out right. there. And so. there's the other part of it too, you know, family it families suffer just as much as um, right. the veterans themselves or, right. you know, anybody dealing with yeah. it. So I agree. but yeah, this is awesome. Um so approximately how many Jeeps are you gonna see? Do you have a number on ab- about what you're gonna see numbers wise? Yeah, we're uh we're probably close to a hundred right now. Um a lot of signups are from what I understand are still gonna happen this week. I don't, I'm not sure if we're going to hit last year numbers. It's uh, as we probably all know, it's an interesting time. Yeah. You know, call it what you want to call it: inflation, the economy, this or that. But yeah. um, you know, over the past what six, twelve, eighteen months, you know, prices of everything's going up. So uh, it's definitely hurt a lot of pockets. Oh yeah. And um, from what I understand, a lot of events uh, are also seeing a lot of um, you know uh, lower attendance. Mm-hmm. But well, I was talking to our one of our ambassadors that will be at the event from Mission 22, and I said, "Look, at the end of the day, if we can at least just help one person, it just makes it all worthwhile." So right. that's yeah. how we're looking at it. Absolutely, and I think it brings awareness too. Yeah. You know what I mean? And 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 that in itself is important to help to educate people, yep. etc. So, um, and no, I think that's really great. I mean. So ultimately, it was your idea to to do this. So, uh, long story real short, we as this previous Jeep Club dismantled, we were do we used to do a toy drive. Toy drive was on for several years in Central New Jersey. The pandemic hit, and unfortunately, where we actually had the toy drive went out of business. Okay. Uh, Quaker Steak and Lube. Yep. Uh, in, yeah, right uh, in Phillipsburg. Yep, yep. Yep. So, uh, so that location went out of business. Um, the hospital was no longer accepting toys for that, obviously because of um, you know pandemic reasons. We actually partnered with a uh, Falls of Honor, which is another five hundred one c three that helps raise money for fallen and wounded veterans for their loved ones in regards to. Um, scholarships and we did that the year prior but we all we had to pivot for numerous reasons and the 2020 was our first annual we partnered with aoaa found mission 22 at that point i was able to change our philanthropy and like i said this was uh, really important to me my family and uh, the rest of the Jeep guys agreed and that's that's where we landed uh, it's cool. It's cool that they support you in that as well. But I'm sure they have, you know, I can't, I couldn't imagine anyone at this point in America at some point or another in their family history having yep. ties to, you know, somebody that served in the military. But anyway, I mean, it says a lot about the club, you know, that they're so supportive and they're willing to work with you on that. And, uh, you know, that, that's, that's incredible in itself. Well, I think it's amazing. Um, you guys also do a, a huge, uh, giveaway up there raffle yeah giveaway. that's i forgot about that they I mean, give away a 43 foot crisscross <laughs> <laughs> no but you guys all um you get so many sponsors for this event and you have a huge um donation from all the different um companies out there so you know i even saw on your website that you do pre-tickets for that you have to buy just in advance 
So yet, so you have to register for the event. Um, you can register after Thursday uh, of this week. There is a late registration, but ultimately, it just allows us to have a cutoff so we can plan accordingly, work with um, the food vendors, have an idea of headcount and whatnot. But you can, uh, you can not only pre-register, but you could also buy online raffle tickets. Uh, to your point, um, the one thing to note for all of your listeners, especially if you're active or current, uh, active or uh, retired military, we instituted last year all military ride free. That's cool. cool. So, yeah. Yeah. So again, you know, despite if we can't raise the funds like we did last year, it's just as important to get those guys or gals out. Uh, Mission 22 is there set up with a tent. So also selling their apparel, um, also giving out information to anyone who needs it. So again, it's all the military that's listening. It's free. Check it out. Yeah, it's really cool. Um, and uh, do you have a list of this stuff that you're raffling off this year? I think last year we talked to you and you had, or some yeah, of the big, yeah. Yeah. bigger items. We um, hopefully by tomorrow we'll we'll post something. We, we typically, I don't want to say uh, I, I don't like to necessarily advertise everything that we have, right? right? Uh, although some people say, well, if you tell them what you got, then it might entice people. And I'm like, yeah, give it's, us I, give, I, it, give us a teaser. Give us one thing get, that you have a commitment to. Oh, we it's all at, at this point it's all committed. We probably have about. Uh, we're probably going to have about 60 raffles. Okay. And we're also, this year, because of all the sponsors, we'll probably have about 10 door prizes. So whether wow. you have raffle tickets or not, we're still going to go ahead and just, if, as long as you show up, you have a chance to win something. But that's cool. sponsors, BF Goodrich, set of tires. I mean, that's, wow. that's uh, one of our... Yeah, that's, yeah. that's crazy. Doing that. Um, what else do we have? We have uh, a road armor, $2,500 package um, from refrigerator. Um, it's, it's on our Instagram. It's on a list. I, I'm kind of drawing a blank. Right. Um, we also have fishbone off-road, like a $1,200 or $1,400 package um, with fenders and whatnot. It, it, we have some serious uh, Bilstein. Uh, we got shocks. We have Paraflex uh, lift. We have Metal cloak, Doro flex, uh, control arms at like eleven hundred bucks. So I mean, there's some incredible items from our incredible sponsors. Uh, Jeep just uh, shipped me two pallets of oh. items. Yeah, nice. That's yeah. really awesome. You know what? And that's really cool that that you know you're being supported like that. But I mean, just goes to show how important the cause is. Yeah. too. one hundred percent. Oh, uh, that's that's incredible. So yeah, I mean, if if you haven't yet, get your raffle tickets because you know yeah and uh, make sure hell with a 43 up. foot sport fishing boat we got better shit <laughs> exactly you know, so, uh, but that's that's cool now what do you guys I, I mean as far as trails you guys are going to be running greens blues blacks reds the whole nine yards yeah we have um yeah, most of the attendees will typically guide on their own or they'll group up on their own okay but we do have Everyone going out from green, blues, uh, reds, blacks, and reds. Uh, some guys with some silly 43 inch, right. uh, you know, 96 inch wide vehicles. Um, I know Break It Billy's probably going to hit some blacks and reds. Yep. Maybe. Yes, he is. Yep. <laughs> yeah. Yep. We're going basically, uh, yeah. we figured out a whole 
group of guys bringing all kinds of different buggies yeah. and yeah. ridiculous builds. Uh, we're going to have fun. <laughs> and then Billy's going to, for a door prize, at the end of the day, give out all his broken parts. Yep. Oh. <laughs> Autograph them, you know, all that good shit. Silver Sharpie style. Right, right. So I know you I know you typically cater Jeep only, but I, it is all four by four. So we don't discriminate. Right. Um just like suicide doesn't. So Broncos, Tacos, you know, ATVs, UTVs, you name it. Um anyone is well on the naval, uh come join. That's awesome. That's awesome. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, we're not we we're we love yeah. We love everything. We just found a niche market in Jeep. We were yeah. just talking about like <laughs> jumping on the Bronco thing and getting yeah. behind a wheel to wheel one of those. So, but yeah. Yeah, we're definitely. There ain't much Jeep left of my Jeep. <laughs> what do they say? <laughs> it's a it's a wolf dressed, dressed in sheep. Yeah, it's pretty yeah. much a hood. That's what yeah, we have left. It's, yeah, it's a hood. Yeah. So, <laughs> yeah. But, but we love all off road. I mean, I've, I grew up riding dirt bikes and uh, yeah. four wheelers. Yeah. So. Yeah, I mean, and the whole community all the way around. Yeah. I mean, sure, the Jeep community is awesome, but the off-road community in itself is just, it's a different animal. It's not like being at the racetrack. And nope. although I understand, you know, that's starting to change, the culture's starting to change there a little mm-hmm. bit too, but we never had to wait around for it to change. I mean, right. we, we've always had a good group of people. Obviously, like Mike, you found a good group of guys with Apex, and, and you know, we have, our club is is awesome. Yeah. And, you know, so. But uh, oh, that's that's great. I mean, what else do you guys have going on that day? Uh, check in registration starts at eight thirty. Usually get everyone situated by nine thirty. We'll run the raffles as quick as I can. Uh, nine thirty to ten thirty. Um, Dave from AOAA will say his uh, say his piece and um, get everyone going. But hopefully by ten thirty on the trails. And at that point, you know it's all. It's Fun day out out there. We'll have um, uh, double double D, which is a uh, truck. Will be there. And uh, the other thing to point out: registration this year is the first. Uh, we'll actually get you into AOAA both Saturday and Sunday. Even though the event is only Saturday, you can go uh, have access for both days. Wow, oh, wow. That's, that's awesome! Nice, cool. Freaking Dave, killing it, huh? Yeah, how about it? Shout Dave, out to. Yeah. Yeah. Dave, Dave is Dave the Posey. best. Yep. Yep. King of the yeah. mountain. Yeah. Well, he actually uh, might be questionable if he's going to be there this weekend. Um, uh, yeah. He, so. Yeah. Well, no, I'm sure he'll do his yeah, best to be there. <laughs> he's, he's a man's man. So. He is. But no, I, that, that's cool. I'm, I'm glad, you know, again, this is such a huge event and so positive. I know you guys, I remember last year we talked about it, the, yeah. the amount of stuff you guys have to give away and the amount of support that you have behind it. It's just incredible. I mean, we've done stuff, or I should say you guys. I attend occasionally. But, um, you know, our club does stuff, and I know how hard you have to work to get that done. And, yeah. and to do it to the level you're doing it, Mike, I mean, kudos to you, man, because you got a lot of stuff going on, and that's uh, just shows all your and, hard work. And the fact that it's just 14 guys. like Seriously, yeah. That, that's awesome, but and the amount of work that goes into when it. When you have so. a tight group of people, it's amazing what yeah. you can do, and that's obvious, yeah. you know, obviously Apex. So Now, where in Jersey well, are you? Uh, I'm in central Jersey, just uh, like 10 minutes outside of Newark. Okay. okay. All right. So, so, where do you usually wheel at? Where's your... Uh, there's a couple secret spots up in uh, up New Jersey, New York border. 
I shouldn't say secret. I'm sure everyone. <laughs> right, right. Are, I don't know about them, so they must be secret. <laughs> Mala area, you know, some people hit Jackson area. Um, Wharton State Park type of uh, Wharton's, you know, those yeah. things. But, but I mean, ultimately, it's AOAA, it's Roush, it's, you know, it's those places where you're going to get the true freewheeling right. unless you're trying to get outside the tri-state area. Yeah. But overlanders, I mean, Wharton is gorgeous mm. and there's a lot of cool places in Wharton to, if you know, if you want to just do some overlanding and, yeah. and see some great wildlife and, and, uh, you know, plus, uh, well, Wharton is in, I believe, correct me if I'm wrong, but it is in the Pine Barrens, right, Mike? Mm-hmm. Yeah. So Pine yeah. Barrens are gorgeous. We've been trying to make it there, but yeah, Brad, we want to do a, a, a <laughs> One trip day. down there as well. So I, I know we have some tread lightly work to do there, but, um, yeah, it's cool. Yeah. Good deal. Awesome. Yeah. Well, Mike, uh, you're more than welcome to stay on and we're going to start talking about overlanding, but before that, where... Uh, can everybody find Apex Off-Road? You know, where can they get tickets to the event? Yeah, easiest thing, Apex Off-Road handle on Instagram or Apex Off-Road Jeep Club on Instagram uh, and Facebook. So if you you find us there, link is in our bio. All the information is there. Pretty simple. Cool. Perfect. And then the tickets are through Eventbrite. Awesome. Cool. Good deal. Mike, thanks so much. And like I said, feel free to hang out. Uh, we appreciate you coming on. We certainly appreciate what you're doing and, and the hard work you're, you're putting in and, and Billy and I will be there Saturday. Yep. And, uh, so we look forward to meeting you in person this year. I think Billy, you were there last year. Yeah, we actually, that's how. Didn't you win something? Uh, I want a backup camera. That's for what the, it was. For my Alpine system. Yeah. yeah. And that was like, it was sweet. It was, uh, I just put my Alpine um, I-207, you know, restyle yep. system in yep. my Jeep with all the speakers. And then I was like, ah, you know, I don't, I didn't have the extra cash to go right. put out for the, the backup, the backup camera. And it was one of the giveaways. Yeah. So I stuck all my tickets to yeah. that. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, that's something yeah, I could I'll- use. <laughs> We, we got Alpine again this year. Uh, this year they're doing a uh, Bluetooth Bluetooth speaker. That's... Um, but yeah, the, the, the sponsors have been incredible, and we have a lot of prizes. And whatever you th- whatever you last saw, I think that was what 2020. Yep. Right. Yep. Um, you'll be blown away this year with uh, all the buckets and wow, cool. incredible prizes. So it, look at the end That's of the awesome. day, it's 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 really it's uh, for the mission. Yep. Um, but if, if people make it their their time to come, I want to make it worth their while. So we want to make it worth their while, and uh, hopefully everyone gets to leave with something. Yeah, that's that's great. I mean that that whole um, just idea behind that, and you know, yeah. making it great for everybody, and and at the same time raising money for what you believe in. Again. Um, Kudos to you, and and anything else we can do from now till Saturday, please let us know. Well, obviously, we're gonna get this out as soon as possible and share yep. it out yep. to yep. all of our yep. listeners. We'll too. we'll hit it up on uh, we'll we'll help you know push it on social media this week. Yep. And uh, you know, like I said, if we're forgetting anything, please call us because Terry's not here. So Billy and I have like three brain cells between <laughs> us. And one of them's outside in the garage. Right. <laughs> no, all three are. Yeah. So, uh, but yeah, I appreciate you coming on, Mike. And like I said, feel free to stay on.
appreciate it. Well, thank you so much. Uh, I'm actually going to chill with the kids before they get to bed. But um, sounds really appreciate you keep having me on again. Absolutely. And, uh, we'll talk this week and see you Saturday. Cool. Sounds good. Thank we'll you, you so much. Thanks, Mike. Good talking to you. Thank you, gentlemen. All right. So, well, that was Mike from Apex Off Road. He's a cool dude. He really is. Yeah. I love the mustache. I know. <laughs> I know. I I just don't have the balls to do it. I've been thinking about you, it. Yeah. I don't know if I want to. I don't know how you'd look with it. I don't think as good as he does. <laughs> I think I'm keeping the. He beard. really pulls it off. Seriously, he does. Yeah. Some people do. I don't think I'm. I think I'm just meant to have the beard, and that's where it's going to yeah. stay. But yeah, killer mustache. But what I, I mean that the. Man, the amount of work that they must put in yeah. Apex. Seriously. Yep. And they do it year in and year out, you know. Mm-hmm. So that's that's really cool. I'm glad that they have the support they do from industry. Yeah. Um, you know, I'm 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 glad that they're having the success they are with it. And um, you know, I look forward to to meeting Mike in person. Yeah. It's a good time. Yeah. We, I mean, last time I was there, I think afterwards when we got back to the uh trailhead at AYA, we Ron and I stood there and talked to him for like a half hour. He just seems like a cool dude. Yeah, Um, really is. So, speaking of meeting people, yeah, I got to meet Joe Caloric from from Mainline Overland. He's their media guy. Yeah, I've met him a few times. Yeah, yeah, super great guy. Yeah, Um, you know he he organized their Mid Atlantic Overland Festival, did a killer job. Um, You know, so Mike and I, Mike Gonzalez and I, right. Mike hit me up last week and, um, you know, asked if I would want to run up with him, go up with him to Mainline Overland. And and I've never been there. Right. Been to the festival and stuff. And so I absolutely, plus I never get to hang out with Mike and he's like the coolest dude in the world. Um, and I will put this out there, a plethora of overland knowledge, camp knowledge. So I talked to him and we, we stood off to the side of the crowds. And talked camping gear and, you know, vehicle gear and um, just, uh, he, he's done his homework. So He embodies, like, the um, light overland camper out of a two-door. Oh, and he's got it all figured out. I mean, uh, yep. he's done his homework. You know, his coffee maker setup. Yeah, I know. He's like totally bitching. Yeah, I know. I know. <laughs> yeah. Now he he's got it figured out, and again, you can tell he's done his homework. Um, uh, best coffee ever. He does. <laughs> Sorry, he does. We, I, I all, mean, like... we all have we all have our things when we go overlanding <laughs> or camping. Mike's is definitely. You and I were obnoxious. That's what yes, we, we are. Um, so. but like, so his tent setup, I have gotten extensive I, tours of his tent. Um, when he sets up, you know, he opens up the back of his two door and this, it like, it doesn't fall out. Like when I open my back tailgate, everything just falls out. Or it's crammed in there so hard you can't get it. Yeah. Out. And he's yeah. like, you know, meticulously going yep. through and everything has a place. It's perfectly organized. He knows where everything is. And, you know, he sets up faster than I do. I know. And I open up, like, I just open it up. He's, like, setting up the whole tent. And he has got a cot in the inside. He's got a table. Yeah. His tent is an amazing, you know, one of the good Coleman's. It's a six-person. It is a good Coleman. Yep, Yep. Yep. And we talked about that, too. We talked about, you know, I mean... So what uh, what I'll do is when I'm around somebody that's just you know has a, a, a an in depth knowledge of mm-hmm. something, 
I'll ask questions or I'll bring up topics. And, right. we, and we bounced off each other. And, and his knowledge on overlanding is beyond what mine is. Yeah. So I enjoyed the, you know, his input on gazelle tents. And, and you know, we both love them and we both right. love to have them. But there's a, they're you know, pricey. They're, they're pricey and, and I don't have that kind of money right now. And, and uh, you know, so the discussion was, is the gazelle, you know, is it worth, if you're really hard up right now, is it worth, you know, stretching yourself to buy that gazelle tent? Um, you know, and the, and the topic or the, the answer was no. If you don't have it, you don't have it. These Coleman's are, are yeah. great. You know, they're not, it's not a gazelle, but it's, it's good it's enough. It's the next, right. next best thing. Right. So, hey, I've. I have like an old Ozark trail that I still have, yeah. that, but you know, sometimes I'm looking at a new tent and I would probably yeah. go along with yeah. that. Yeah. So I, you know, I mean, the, the, it was just cool. Anyway, he was telling me about his right. tent setup fan. We were talking about heating it. So mm-hmm. issue that I'm having is heating my tent and he had a great solution for it that I didn't even think about, but he has a, uh, I think he said a Coleman fan that he hangs from the center of it. Yep. It's got a light fan. And he draws the heat back down because those Coleman tents are vented in the middle. Yep. And that's exactly probably what was happening with mine. Because, yeah. you know, the corner where the buddy heater was was warm, but nothing else. Yeah. I couldn't get it over, might have been 40 degrees that night. I couldn't get it over 50 degrees. Yeah. You know, and that heater's pretty decent size. It should have been at least 60. Yeah. Um, so we, we ended up, you know, talking about that. But, um, but we also did a lot of walking around. Right. So mainline overland. I've been, so I work like around the corner from, you went down to the Westchester one, right? Yes. Yep, yeah. Yep, yep. Yes. So, so I literally, literally around 10 the, minutes from them. Uh, three. Three minutes. I can throw a stone at the, right, at the okay. building. It's right. right on the other side of like 202. Um, but so I've been there during their like normal business hours and like walking in their shop, mm-hmm. you said this to me earlier, holy crap. Yeah, I was not expecting that. Now, I mean, like, I, I have a beautiful shop at the school. You know, I was lucky right. enough to build, you know, state-of-the-art facility. Yeah. But I did not expect what I saw well, when you walk around the backside of that. The other thing of it is, is you have a teaching facility. I have a, it's, right. And I mean, it's all government money and yep. yada, yada, yada. Yep, yep. This, but, but this is, I, I guess what I'm getting at is when you, when you walk into a school, you expect, you know, a school like yeah. ours, you expect a facility like that. Right. And they have a beautiful showroom and they have, you know, but when you go down the steps, it you is. You turn that corner and holy crap. Yeah, it, it's Mike nailed it. It's like a bat cave. Mm-hmm. So. Um, I've gotten a couple tours of it. And like, so I walk down the steps and like you turn to the left and it's just like a differential bench. Yeah. Yeah. And it's beautiful. Yeah. Like everything. And guys, yeah. and, yep. and they're you know, manhandling these things all the way through and, you know, and it's rack after rack after rack of like fresh new parts for new builds. Yeah, and it's, that's, that's what, so I, I get a facility, but what really, I mean, after years of, 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 you know, working out of a facility yep. that I have to, that I have to take, um, care of an ownership of to keep clean and organized, yeah. the, the organization of it is what, I mean, top notch. Mm-hmm. And also the quality of work these guys do. Like, they're not working on, no offense everybody out there, but they're not working on your XJ shitbox. Like, they are building half a million dollar overland They vehicles. They are building some top quality stuff, but they, I think they also had, they had some, some lower end stuff Oh, absolutely. Too. But, lower end, like, being my Jeep. Yeah. 
you know um and actually no, they there work was, on everything they, they'll they work on everything some really Absolutely. cool builds um some old land cruisers that come through there oh they do a lot of cruisers a lot yep. of rovers uh there yep. was a guy there with a military rover uh it was we were talking to him mike and i were talking to him. it was something they called it a light platform or something like that um but it was really cool look yeah. it's it's england's version of of yep. the old willis yeah um and also, like, so they're doing all kinds of, they're obviously doing suspension, gears, mm-hmm. um, all kinds of, you know, upgrade accessories. Um, they've mounted and balanced a couple. Uh, uh, <laughs> nothing, sorry. <laughs> um, they mount a couple tires for me. So they're definitely, you know, equipped to do all of that right. work. Um, and then they have also done van, they do van builds, they do, it doesn't just stop. Like no, they definitely do that. And I'm just going to add this in there. If you know, of course, our listeners when they when they listen to it off Apple or whatever, yeah. um, they're not going to have the um, the feed on here. But but Ron just corrected. It's lightweight is the Land Rover or mm-hmm. air portable. Gotcha. So that's what they you right know, air the, portable, so they can right. transport and, and them in twenty four volt and, system. I right. mean, this thing was was really cool yes. and patinaed, and it was it yeah. was cool. So, um, so one of the biggest things I remember being there when I got one of the tours, um, was being out back and seeing this like Ram 3,500 yeah. on 42 inch IROX that looked like 35s mm-hmm. under it. Yeah. Cause they're so big. The thing was massive. Yeah. I put my hand up in the air and it was still another four feet taller than me. Yeah. I know. It was ridiculous, and it had like two 42-inch IROCs sitting right behind the cab, full cab, diesel, thing was wild. Right. And then on the back, it had a full like walk-in camper. Yeah. So, I, and I'm curious, because Ron from Ridgeback Guide Service is on here, and I'm curious what his thought is to like the truck camper yeah. that I saw. Oh, I yeah. would really dig that. I just don't know on the East Coast how well that would work on the back of a Gladiator. I don't know, you know, Ron, if you have any... any uh, so you're talking Input like Alu Cab? It's kind of like an Alu Cab, uh, but it does have a. It's got a you know a pop up. It comes up about another two feet. Um, I think it began with an H. And is let it me like? See if I have the picture of it on my phone. I'm trying to think what other truck campers are out there. I had never heard of this company before. Um. I don't. I didn't get a picture of the name on it, and that's the that's the issue. But I do have a picture of. Oh, wait, maybe. I can't read it. I can't zoom in enough. Mm. Um, tough doing the blues and blacks. Yeah, that's that's what I figured. And and you know, I think it's not that I would go out. Four wheeler campers. Yeah. 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 It's not that I would go out looking to hit hard trails, but if I'm out exploring, you want to be able to. I mean, I think it's one of those I things think you do that, that a whole lot. I don't really condone that in the northeast you know no but i mean if you head out west you can spend well there's blm land out right right i'm just and that's where they're more i think common at this point yeah but yeah you can spend weeks in these things and i know it was really cool yeah um but anyway you know so we got to talking to joe and um you know we we uh we're gonna set up a date to go out there and record in our studio awesome Let's yeah. do it. Oh, absolutely. I, you know, again, um, I was thoroughly impressed. And they have a studio. 
They have a beautiful studio. <laughs> yeah. Not really like do. my basement right, with moving right. blankets all right. around. <laughs> oh, that's, don't tell people that. We, you know. It's the joke. Come on, man. I know. I know. We're but, actually uh, my million dollar, like, <laughs> not. But, uh, Please so send money. We're going to go out there. We're going to set something up this winter, and we're going to go out and spend some time out there. Cool. I did get some pictures, so we'll do some teasers till then awesome. on uh, Facebook and Instagram. Um, but I'm looking forward to it. I mean, again, the stuff that they're doing there is incredible. They had uh, a Toyota. It was not a Tacoma. It was a Tundra, but it was on a Dana. It was set of Dana 60s. Oh, or so Dana it was, 60 it was straight rear. axle converted. I don't. I didn't look at the front. I don't think the front was. I think oh, it was just a Dana okay. 60 in the rear. But still, that's, that's. I mean, and it was a, a well, hell of an install. I think a Toyota Tundra has like similar to like a nine inch. In the front. In the front. Okay. Like a nine inch so differential. It's hardy, yeah. Right, it's right. a hardy case that they, it, well, right. it's a differential case, not a, uh, like the differential you see in a normal straight axle Jeep. No, it's got um, CVs on yep. it. And, and yeah. you know, I mean, there's a lot of companies that do a great job, like Chaos oh, yeah. does a great job with the control arms and, yep. um, and there's a lot of support out there for all yeah, that as well. It really is. Uh, and it's growing too. I've noticed it is even more. Well, sure it is. I mean, the overlanding. I've been, yeah. honestly like the Gladiator is awesome, but Tacoma is probably more widely used for overlanding mm-hmm. than the Gladiator. Is. Mm-hmm. I don't. Maybe not at this point, but yeah. um, it was for a long time. So, uh, one of I think YouTube guys. Uh, what is it? Dirt Lifestyle uses Nate, it. Nate, Nate has a yeah, Toyota right. Tacoma. Yeah, I forgot. And about he just that. was on Ultimate. I saw he was on Ultimate Adventure. Right. I don't know when that was. But yeah, I mean, he was wheeling a Toyota Tacoma. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I mean they're just, it's, uh, and, and Ron, he's got certainly more knowledge in this, but he said they're still, the storm, still more of a popular platform yeah. than the Gladiator is, you mm-hmm. know? And I noticed that, like, with the Alucab, they came out first well, for the Tacoma. It was later for the Gladiator, yeah. you know? But, but, um, I think there's, there's more of a, um, weight capacity in a toy, uh, Toyota Tacoma. No, so, I think that the Gladiator's got are, better. Is yeah, it? it's got a better payload. Oh. Um, but the Tacoma's packaged smaller. The Gladiator's kind of big. It's it is. long. It is long. So, you know, the Tacoma is not it's just <clears throat> packaged better. Like, yeah. I've looked at it and thought, you know, if I'm going to be in tight trails or anywhere I'm unsure of, I think I'd almost rather be in a Tacoma. Yeah, and also another thing is they ride pro- a lot better on the road. Probably. Yeah. I mean, I've unfortunately like i have we have a sport at work um gladiator mm-hmm. and like we put like 33s on it and it was awful yeah it just is it's the suspensions are a little bit stiffer i mean yeah. and as you go through i think there is a better ride quality through that unfortunately yeah no i, I agree um you know jeeps are animals off-road but you pay for right. it on the road yep. and the reality of it is i mean how many of us actually spend that much time, hardcore wheeling off-road. I do it once a year, maybe yeah. twice a year. Yeah. Is it worth sacrificing? I mean, that's when I look at these Broncos, you know? Can, it, can, a, yeah. can a Rubicon on 35s outwheel a, a Bronco on 35s? There might uh, be a slight edge, but then the, what you gain on the road at the Bronco, you know? Well, I think somebody that's coming back from Moab might have uh, some feedback on that. I'm sure he will, cause because he's been out. And on your parts, nonetheless. On my parts, yeah. And, yeah, confident. <laughs> um, no, but I actually told him I was like, uh, y- you know, your your lives are in my hands now. That's right. <laughs> no, but I mean, we sent out a so talking a little bit about this past week. SEMA 
happened. Yep. And Terry's out at SEMA, um, as you saw on our Facebook, Instagram, um, all over the place, YouTube. Uh, so Quadratech did bring, under their Stallion 4x4 brand, um, a Bronco fully outfitted with all kinds of new parts, but it, had, it has 35s and a 2.5-inch um, suspension lift on it, new control arms, high-flex control arms that are all... Right. Um, yeah. Know, working through everything yep. but the thing yep. is all those parts were released at sema so i mean stallion four by four is going to be for bronco i know i'm excited to see that and i'm excited like i said i'm 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 looking forward to, to getting in one mainline overland has a man they have oh, a gorgeous yeah one. That, that gray like yep. that oh i took mm-hmm. pictures of it we're gonna we're gonna do some teasers with that cool so. Um, but, uh, yeah, I, I'm stoked to start doing some work with mainline overland yeah. and, and Joe, like I said, I think he, he's a great dude. Yeah. Uh, um, all the guys there are awesome. Yeah. I mean, I briefly got to talk to the owner, yeah. um, and you know, of course he's busy. It's, it's his show, but well, I mean, yeah. When so, you own a business, you never don't work. No. And you know what? <laughs> Kudos to him. He was on the, he was at the front desk. Yeah. You know, he wasn't sitting in his office. No. He wasn't, you know, popping out to say hello once in a while and shaking a few hands. He was. They also have an the awesome showroom. They do have a beautiful showroom. They so yeah. yeah, that's the other thing. Sorry. And they got um, some some rooftop tents. I camper. <laughs> yeah, the little small yep. show ones. Yep. Yeah, which yep. are really cool. Yeah, uh, Dometic. You know, they're a big Dometic dealer. Yep. Uh, ARB. ARB. Dometic. Um, they had that. We were we were looking at the new Dometic. Um, water cans that they have. I don't know if you saw them yet. I think they're. Like oh yeah, with the faucet, the magnetic yep. faucet, and, and, it, and it has the pump in it. Yeah. Um. So I I think probably when we're there, you know, we'll see if we can get a couple things Heck to yeah. showcase. You know, I while we're, would... we're in our studio yep. that we could talk about and and certainly teach our listeners about. But yeah, it's uh, it was just such a cool time. I I did not expect to have that good you of a time. Out. I geeked out. Yeah, I totally did. Because this is like, uh, you know, I got out of the overlanding thing, and I didn't overland to this capacity. I had an off-road travel trailer that really couldn't go off-road because it was too damn big and heavy. It was actually too big and heavy for my Jeep. So, you know, the equipment I use was like a lot different than what I'm looking at now. So there's this really cool You had air conditioning. I definitely had air conditioning, (laughs) yeah. And not just a little bit, 13,500 BTUs of it. <laughs> Off-roading so. and air conditioning right, don't go in the right, same no. sentence, man. But it had solar panels, so. All right, you know, there you go. Not that you could run the air conditioner on them. But, um, <laughs> and a hot water heater. Wow. Yeah, it had it all. And a microwave. Jeez. Um, so, yeah, that was park at a campsite and go wheel. That's what that was. I got a know. fan blowing past a radiator for heat. Mmm. <laughs> I like it though. It's good stuff. <laughs> so uh, yeah, Mike said he geeked out. We both did. We were just like running around. And, awesome, and, awesome. Uh, yeah. So it it was it was a great deal. I did not thank you, Mike, for asking me to go. Otherwise, I would not have wanted my own. Yeah. And uh, I'm glad I did. I mean, they threw a hell of a freaking show at the Mid Atlantic Overland Festival. Um, it was top notch. Anybody looking to do something, you know. Yeah. L- Watch for that next year because it was definitely uh, the venue is is incredible. The um, you know they run classes all day long and they have some of the best in the you know on the East Coast. They're doing. They had Scott Ammerman. They had yeah. 
um, uh, Ron from Ridgeback doing stuff. Um, you know, so just a lot of good people. Lots of demos, lots of classes, Absolutely. informational sessions, just off, they had great their, knowledge yes. among everyone they had their, there. They, Ron built the off-road course there, yeah. so they had an off-road course. They had, And a, that wasn't a just like our normal Jeep off-road course. That was a like competition. There was points involved. There were points involved, yes. If you signed up for that part. Well, I, you didn't really have a choice. I mean, yeah. the, the, the couple that I took through, it was her first time, so I said, don't, you know, we're not going to worry about it. Let's just get right. used to putting some tire on rock. Um, but yeah, and there was prizes to win. There you, you go. Know, That's so, awesome. Uh, you know, and uh, for the keynote speaker, they had one of those giant screens, portable screens. It was, I don't know, 20 feet across. Yeah. You know, so, I mean, it was, it was just a great deal, and it was a great venue. They did... They did a phenomenal job with it. And then to go out there and see what they do in person and how they support their customers, um, equally as impressive. Yeah. So, you know. Um, and I'm, I'm Mainline Overland's worldwide. So you can contact them. They do support yeah, well, um, pretty much all around the they're world. They're pulling people from all over the country. We talked about that. Mike and I talked to uh, Joe and. Um, Joe said they got people coming in from all over the place. They do have three locations. So yep. they have, uh, of course, the Pennsylvania store, which is in Ch- Westchester. Yep. They have a New Hampshire store or shop. Um, yep. And then I think the other one's in, in South Carolina. I think it's, yeah. It South Carolina. I think somewhere around there. But so yeah. and that's their newest store. Yep. So I think that one's two or three years old. So they've, they've got a lot going on. And, uh, you know, it's... it's Definitely a cool place. Awesome. I, I, if you're into overlanding, it is definitely a stop, you know. Yeah. And, and we're lucky. I mean, we have two great places. Like, we have OK Four-Wheel Drive and, and Mainline Overland. You know, we're kind of sitting in the oh, middle. Oh, Charlotte, North Carolina. Charlotte, That's where North Carolina. Got third it. store is located. Perfect. Yeah. Oh, but yeah. So, yeah, absolutely. Stay tuned because we are going to be doing a show there. Cool. Um, we haven't set a date yet. We're going to probably do that this week, but we'll start throwing some teasers out there on, on uh, social media. Let's do it. All right. And speaking of social media, head over to our Facebook, YouTube, Instagram, like, subscribe, follow, everything. You know, it helps us out. It makes us feel good in the morning when we wake up to a whole bunch of notifications. Absolutely. Um, you know, we're almost at 2,000 followers on Instagram, too. Are we really? Yeah, we're getting up uh. there. And almost a thousand subscribers on YouTube, which once we hit that, uh, thousand mark, I still owe Mike Riedenbach a, um, a prize pack. Was he our seven fifty? <laughs> he was our seven fifty. We suck. We really do, and I would like to formally apologize, Mike. So actually, while you're on that, and this is a conversation that I had with my, I didn't realize, but we have something going on with our Patreon too that we have to. So oh. the posts I put up are not working on the mobile app. Ah, shit. So, like, I've been <laughs> posting notes and things like that from the show for our Patreon members, but it's not coming up. And we owe our members a... Um, a trail ride. Trail ride, yes. Yes, we do. Yeah, Patreon trail ride. So we're going we're gonna to try and squeeze that in this year, too. Okay. I would like to do that. Yeah, let's do that. Um, I'll even give away some broken parts. <laughs> <laughs> Fresh broken ones. Uh, they might be a little no. rusty, but... All right, perfect. Perfect. <laughs> All right. From Break It Bill. Dr. Don. Hope you guys had a good night, and we'll see you next week. Later.